Welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host, Ryan Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day. Whoa there, it's Brian Davis, and for this week's episode, we're going to talk about our favorite movie endings. Now, before we had done an episode on movies that we love up till the ending, um, and there was definitely a lot of spo- spoiler alerts, but we, we're going to have spoiler alerts in this episode as well, but this time we're going to go positive instead of negative. These are the movies that we just absolutely love the endings for whatever reason. Now, I mentioned before in the last week's episode, part three of celebrity sightings and encounters, that I was on jury duty. Now, uh, I'm finally out of jury duty. Uh, The case was decided. We came up with a verdict, and I won't get into the case at all. If you you know me and want to talk to me, I I can tell you more details. But I'm going to say this. Anyone that that dreads going to jury duty, I totally get it. Nobody really thinks, hey, this is the way I really want to spend my day or even week uh, in my case. But I tell you, you really appreciate uh, the process of law and a free society and the right to a free trial. And just the whole process to me was fascinating. Seeing how the trial worked um, was really a cool thing. So um, I understand if you want to get out of jury duty, but if you ever do happen to serve uh, on the jury, as one of my um, peers said, um, you know, it's an honor to actually serve on a jury and to be able to be a process of something like this. So yes, you may dread it, but if you do get a chance and you do, and you are on it, you may appreciate it, uh, more than you think. Anyway, let's get to this week's endings and, and I don't have a specific order to, uh, my favorite endings. I do have a relatively long list, so I'll go through them as quickly as I can. Uh, one movie is the departed, which is a brutal movie. Um, with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg, Matt Damon, and of course Jack Nicholson. This is based on Whitey Bulger. The ending is great because it keeps going. <laughs> like it just you think it's done and it's not done, and you think ah oh, he's gonna get away with it, and he doesn't. Um, and it just ends. And so I uh, to me, um, the not knowing now that I've seen, I knew it was gonna happen, obviously. But um, when I first saw it, uh, it was really pretty cool. Uh, one that came up pretty obvious. There's two that came up pretty obvious. One was Shawshank Redemption. This was kind of like the um, the payback, the retribution. You had to go through hell to get to this point, but the, I think that's what makes the the payoff with Andy Dufresne so satisfying. And of course, with Red at the end, played by Morgan Freeman. The other obvious one, and other people have mentioned this, is The Usual Suspects. Um, just the uh, uh, Kaiser Sose ending, and it is kind of the gotcha moment. Um, but if you think of gotcha endings, Usual Suspects has to be on there. Casablanca, of course, it's a classic ending with uh, Louis. This is the start to a beautiful friendship. Um, that was actually added in later after the completion of the film. They dubbed that in because they really didn't have a great ending. It was basically they walked off. But um, as it turned out, it, it ended up being one of the most classic endings in movie history. Um, another one is The Sting. Sting, you know, it kind of built up to that point. Um, but the payoff at the end is worth it. The characters are all great. The acting's tremendous. The character actors are really great in The Sting. Um, but the way they pulled it off and the way they get Lonigan at the end, really well done. The next two are baseball movies. Obviously, The Natural. Um, yes, it's hokey, but it works. It works because it's iconic. You hear that that theme music when he when he hits the baseball, and you know you think he's done. And I tell you, 
yeah, you think of it now, you think it's hokey, but go to real life. Go to 1988 when Kirk Gibson limps up to the plate against Dennis Eckersley, who was the most dominating pitcher at the time, and he can barely walk Kirk Gibson, and he is just badly outmatched uh, the first couple pitches to Dennis Eckersley, and then all of a sudden, bam, he hits one of the most iconic home runs, just like Roy Hobbs. He was injured. He didn't play for the rest of the World Series, but he hit a storybook home run. So anyone that says that the natural's hokey, because of course he busts out the lights, but the fact that it's a home run, he's bleeding, it really happened. It happened in real life. Kirk Gibson was basically Roy Hobbs for that one day. Field of Dreams. Field of, it can be argued that Field of Dreams isn't really um, solely a baseball movie. It's basically about a story about a, a man trying to make amends with his his deceased father. And of course the payoff is great. And I remember seeing this as a kid. I didn't really see it coming. I'm sure my dad did, but um, no, the ending is touching. The ending is great. The ending is what everyone wanted it to be. And uh, it's just really well done. If you build it, he will come. Grand Torino. Kurt, um, Clint Eastwood is great at endings. I have a few other ones with um, Clint Eastwood, but Grand Torino if he was younger, he may have done the shoot him up, I'm going to get, you know, dirty, hairy ending, but he didn't have to do it in Gran Torino. It wouldn't have worked in Gran Torino if he had done that. It, and to me, it wasn't that ending. It was the very ending, the reading of the will. Those bastard children that he had who didn't appreciate him, all they wanted was his one just felt it was her birthright to get the Gran Torino. And then, of course, they go and he does the complete opposite. It's kind of that, you know, fuck you at the end, even when he's dead, um, which was just perfect because that's what his character was like. And he did exactly um, what the audience was hoping to do. The, the, the family that lived next door was more of a family to him than his actual family. All right, and another Quinny Spud movie would be Unforgiven. Unforgiven um, with Gene Hackman and Morgan Freeman and Clint Eastwood. Um, most of the movie you're going throughout thinking Quint doesn't have it left, and you know he's this washed up um, old gunslinger, old Western guy. And then at the end, the payoff hits, and you know this this is why Unforgiven works when he pulls it out. It wouldn't have worked with Gran Torino, but for Unforgiven, it works. The Hangover, one of the few comedies I actually have on the list. And the reason The Hangover works is it's not really the ending ending, it's the credits. Because no movie had really done this kind of fun, let's do all the stuff that you really didn't see in the movie. And you get to see all of the the pictures throughout the, just the insane pictures. It's so funny. Um, and unfortunately, they basically tried to do the same thing in, in part two. And it's it just... It, it lost its luster because um, what you see in the first movie, you weren't expecting. And that's why most of these endings work. You're not expecting most of the endings. Um, and, and the surprise factor's gone. So um, speaking of surprise endings, my next pick, Little Miss Sunshine. I saw this in the theater. I had no idea what to expect. That payoff with the Miss <laughs> Little Miss Sunshine pageant and the girl... If you haven't seen it, I'm not going to give it away, but it is so good. People were rolling in the aisles because it was totally unexpected. Nobody was expecting this ending. It was hilarious. It was just perfect for this dark comedy. Uh, it was a perfect ending for this dark comedy. All right, Rocky. Rocky, the very first Rocky. If they had never made another Rocky, this would have been the satisfying ending. And the reason the 
pretty much the first movie is held in such high regard is because it isn't hokey. Um, yeah, the guy takes an unbelievable beating, but it didn't matter if he won. The whole point of the story was he went toe-to-toe with the champ for 15 rounds, and that's all that mattered. The fact that he lost didn't matter. Um, the iconic scene where he's basically you know, screaming for Adrian, she rushes into the ring, they're hugging in slow motion, and then just pauses on him. If they'd never made another Rocky, that would have been... It may have been considered one of the greatest movies of all time. I'm not joking, because that was iconic. Of course, I enjoy all the Rockies, but I think just the number of sequels probably watered down how good the original Rocky was. All right, we're running down my list. 9 to 5, the movie 9 to 5. This is your payback. <laughs> Payback's a bitch type of, um, type of movie, the revenge movie. Uh, you're rooting for the, the three women in the movie, Jane Fonda, Dolly Parton, and Lily Tomlin, to get back at their unbelievably horrible boss known as Franklin Hart, played by Dabney Coleman. He does so good in this. Going back to my uh, favorite villain, he he is a perfect villain. And, uh, you know, you almost think at one point he's going to get away with everything he's done, but the payoff at the end was Sterling Hayden, the boss that came down, um, and then you find out he gets transferred to, um, Dabney Coleman gets transferred to Brazil. It's perfect. Three more, um, Office Space. Office Space is kind of a cult classic. If you work in a cubicle, if you work for the tech company, a tech company, um, Office Space is kind of your <laughs> your bible, your your uh, you know your your go to movie. The ending where <laughs> it basically burns down the entire office and and they all get away with it after they were going to admit that they embezzled from the company. Yeah, everyone wanted that sort of ending, and uh, Milton gets away with it. One more um, is, actually, I said I had two more. I actually only have one more. It's The Treasure of the Sierra Madre. This is a perfect ending. I think if, if you've never seen this movie, do your fake do yourself uh, a favor and uh, see it. The, um, the payoff is so good at the end. And uh, just the Walter Houston's laugh at the end when he realizes that it's all gone, all the money's gone, and, and how it just blew away after this. You're going through the, a two-and-a-half-hour movie just to get this this payoff. It's so good. Um, so if you enjoy classic films, definitely see The Treasure of the Sierra Madre. All right, I've spoken way too long. Let's get into other people's picks for this week's episode of our favorite movie endings. All right, it's PD back. How you doing, What's Brian? What's up? I'm pretty good. Good. Okay, so this week... This is a positive one. It's also going to be the spoiler alert episode. Yeah, I think. spoilers. So, yeah, you know, which is good because I mean, like yeah. at this point, if you haven't seen these movies, well, that's not true. So like Enrique mentioned, the Bicycle Thieves. So it's possible people haven't seen that, but it, should, it shouldn't take away from seeing these movies. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I mean, I thought about that, so I, I, I probably won't talk about the endings all altogether. But okay, unless it's so just, obvious that yeah, yeah, I mean, some of them will, will be pretty popular. Yeah, and you'll know it. But anyway, so I I made a list and um, I categorized the list because perfect. I felt like there are different types of endings, and I the reason that I like these endings are because it's like they hit a different chord. Okay, a true Which, ontologist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, the first category I had is the twist ending. Oh, good. Um, and for me, my favorite there is the usual suspects. Yes. Um, Kaiser Soze. Kaiser Soze. <laughs> the identity of Kaiser Soze. I don't. I won't spoil it yet. Maybe did someone you, else. Did you Did you see it coming? I don't think so. Okay. It's it. been a while, but 
and I know it, and you know, I've seen it several times yeah. since then, and so you kind of pick out the clues sure. later, but I don't think I saw it coming. I didn't either. I didn't see it in the theater, <laughs> but I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I credit anyone who actually honestly did see, see that it coming. coming. I think yeah. they did it really, that's why I think it's a great ending, because you don't really see it coming. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's definitely... There's one of those movies where people, even if they haven't seen it, they kind of know the Kaiser Sose and they know all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, I mean, so. it's, yeah. Kaiser Sose yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it, yeah. that, that's a that's a brilliant ending. So. And then similar is The Sixth Sense. Although, yeah. I, it's not, I think that one, for me, it's probably less good on rewatches, but, mm-hmm. but um, I think Usual Suspects re, bears repute viewing. Yeah, there's one, <clears> the movie isn't harmed by rewatching. Actually, yeah. it's better. You, you yeah, catch you pick things. up more. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, good point. So the next, my next category is called Karmic Justice. Okay, that's really, <laughs> but it's also a comedy. It's the movie Real Genius from the eighties. Yeah, with Val Kilmer. Uh huh. Um, the, I guess I'm going to spoil the ending in this one. It's pretty funny. Sure. Because the the whole, while well, the movie they're developing this uh, laser. Yes. In the eighties is, you know, now it'd be kind of silly that they're working on this kind of project, but not at that time it was like a laser weapon kind of thing, and they were. You know, it was a little bit more advanced for the for that era, and, and definitely and a precursor to Big Bang Theory because they're all yeah. into Caltech. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. So a, lot of, a cast of characters similar in yeah, mm-hmm. uh, in stature to those uh, on what's it called? Uh, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Theory, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, the ending is they they end up working to develop this laser, but they don't want it used on anything. Right. So it's for they, war. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. They think, well, we get, you know, we got. It's going on right now. Into working on, yeah. <laughs> so they uh, they plan a prank on their professor, and mm-hmm. they use the laser uh, on his house. Yes, and it sets off. They put popcorn all over his house, so it heats up all the popcorn in the right. house, and this house is overflowing at the end. While so, um, everybody wants to rule the world from Tears for Fears right. is playing. So it's, <laughs> right. per- it's a great. It's ending. a really good ending. I mean, yeah. the rest of the movie is really good too, but the yeah. ending is just like it's like perfect. And it's them. definitely. Um, uh, Val Kilmer's best role, I think. Well, you know, yeah, yeah one of them. if not his best, yeah. it's one of them for sure. Yeah. Definitely more. Was, to... I mean, that was probably one of his first roles too. It was before Top Gun, right? Yeah, I want to say maybe Top Secret, the 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 comedy par- that parody comedy. Oh, they I don't did. know if I saw Top Secret. It's kind yeah. of like a Zucker Brothers airplane type of movie. Okay, and maybe then, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a year before Top Gun, and then he really never did a comedy after Real Genius, which is yeah. interesting. So yeah. yeah. Do you have any more other karma? Uh, uh, that was it. I, there are probably others. There's probably some other. I was trying to think of more like ironic endings or like. I just thought of Shawshank. Shawshank. Because yeah. the warden gets his at the end. I mean, well, that's true. Yeah, I have Shawshank under another category. Okay, so I'll skip to that right now. Sure. That's actually my next category was kind of this, the triumph over evil or adversity. So there you Shawshank. go. Shawshank. Yeah. But yeah, he does. He does get the warden in a, in an ironic way. But yeah. the whole, I, I'm, I was thinking more like the, the broader ending. Okay. Like so much um toil and frustration and mm-hmm. like he was wrongly accused yes. and, and finally makes his way out of out of the prison right this catharsis and then this you have the double ending where it's red also finally you know finally getting parole after yeah. 40 years and getting out and mm-hmm. the reunion at the end yes kind of just whole thing is kind of rewarding after all the torture yeah i mean if they didn't it's not a movie i'd want to watch over and yeah it would be pretty depressing if it ended poorly but i mean there is some there is some tragedy in the movie which i think it kind of makes it overall a powerful movie um but others in that same category i had the natural yeah definitely it's kind of like your your kind of sports story ending or Mm -hmm. triumph over adversity like he you know he had to come back from his injuries yeah 
and near checkered death, pass, yeah. near death, all that stuff. And well, then, that and and I've mentioned before in other other episodes, the book is 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 the opposite. Like the book, oh yeah, he, he basically strikes out on purpose. Yeah, and he throws. Yeah, throws he throws the game, the game which yeah. is interesting, yeah. and that's more in keeping with. I think it's probably based on the the Black Sox scandal, exactly. And really, the movie wouldn't have been iconic if they did that. Yeah, I think think not. I think people say, oh, yeah, great movie, but not, yeah, it's not like an iconic sports movie Mm -hmm. if you don't have a happy ending. And the theme song at the end, it's just, it's perfect. And it's overplayed now. Yeah, of course, (laughs) but like everything else. Exactly. And uh, the other one was, of course, Star Wars, the first first one Mm -hmm. um, with the destruction of the Death Star. Yeah. Um, Because I can still remember... I mean, now, you know, it's kind of like you've seen it over and over. Sure. But, like, I still remember, you know, how tense it was, that final battle when I first saw it, and how exciting it was when Luke, like, did the, you know, this is one in a million shot, yeah. and his friend Han Solo comes back to help them, mm-hmm. and, like, it's all this, you know, this great moment where yeah. they like, <laughs> kick the Empire's ass. That's right. That's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> Stick it to the man, right? <laughs> Uh, the next one, I didn't really know what to call this category. I just said that you kind of discover something about the character, and this is The Godfather. Oh, okay. Where uh-huh. it's like, you're learning more about who Michael really is. Like, he's, I think the whole time you're kind of, he's, he claims to, like, not want to be a part of it, or he didn't want to be a part of his family's business. And in the first he's, movie. He's more, yeah. yeah, in the first, the first Godfather. Yeah. I mean. And then he's more drawn into it, and by the end, like, he's there taking the the vows and uh in the baptismal <laughs> and saying talking about how he'll reject satan and all his works yeah and, you know, <laughs> swearing to the holy bible, bible that would be good and then meanwhile he's having all these people killed and right. then he straight up lies to his wife at the end and mm-hmm. you see everyone come in you know the the guys sh- the other guys shut her out of the room out yeah. of his office and they kiss his ring and like, oh godfather God. yeah so it's, it's really, like the, it's kind of a reveal that you i mean you already knew it was coming sure. but it's kind of like it just hammers at home like mm-hmm. he's, he's not <laughs> and as you kind of discover in the second movie i mean Vito and michael are probably more similar than you realize yeah. especially in the first movie because Vito wasn't looking to get into that sort of life if anything yeah. he was against it because that's what killed his family right and um you know he had to move to america and then just it just sort of happened because he just felt yeah. the injustice of losing his job to someone yeah it you was know, yeah like about this kind of injustice and and kind of revenge right. more so i think in michael's case mm-hmm. but yeah well and and if sonny isn't killed then sonny's obviously the apparent heir to yeah, to the exactly. godfather so so yeah, it just kind of turned into Vita. Yeah. So, okay, the next one was The Moral Victory. Okay. Um, that would be Rocky. Of course, yeah. Um, there's other, I guess, probably other sports movies like that, too. Mm-hmm. Some of the better ones, like Bad News Bears. Yes. Yeah. Like, there's not the the actual victory at the end, but the, the character, like has developed to a point where it's like, yeah, this is, you know, this is a great outcome. It's actually better it's like if they the, don't win. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, it's more, it becomes more about the journey to get to that point rather than just the end result. Right. So. Um, it, did you pick bad news bears in general or did I did not. Okay. No, so. I mean, that's, I, I thought about that just now, but bad news bear. I mean, that's, we could talk about both Rocky and bad news bears. Yeah. The, I think because of the theme of bad news bears where there's kind of, <laughs> they're always just kind of those ragtag guys <laughs> right. that them losing. And then the ending of them saying, screw you we don't need your trophy and they chuck the trophy yeah. back and yeah that's, that's yeah it's a it. different type but yeah it was great for that movie yeah and then you know that's why the other rockies kind of got hokey at the end because you kind of yeah. knew he was gonna win no yeah matter what. then it was after that it was like the typical movie yeah, yeah. Okay, of course he's gonna win now and mm-hmm. again yeah 
But I think that's a, the second one is still good because I don't. There was a point where you're not sure if he's going to win the second one, and and kind of that when they both fall down and then they yeah. both get back up. That was kind of cool. After that one, you're like, well, yeah, well then, well, yeah, Mr. Yeah. T, Ivan <laughs> Drago, yeah, and, yeah. They, well, actually, they brought it back full circle with uh, Rocky Balboa. They did. Where they, he he loses, and that was again more of a more right more victory. But unfortunately, and I did like Rocky Balboa. Yeah. They almost made it almost. It was almost predictable. You yeah, you knew. Almost <laughs> I mean, yeah. it would have been ridiculous if he if had one. Really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I guess he was like was... supposed to be fifty or something, oh. and he's fighting like a twenty-something yeah. year old. It's like there's no way. I don't care. And he was, no. and it wasn't like Rocky was really big like George Foreman, no. who, who could run, come out of retirement and take a pounding. Exactly. Was, and like, he was forty. I mean, that yeah, was, and he yeah. was in his forties, yeah. not like yeah. So that was. <laughs> and <laughs> the I guess premise of the movie is pretty ridiculous. Oh, it they, is. It was pretty well executed. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they. I, I think they. Had re- Stallone had filmed both endings, one with the um, where he wins, and I guess the one the, the test reviews like the one where he actually lost. Oh, more. okay. So of course they. Yeah, they, yeah. that's the thing that's about good. these endings, and we talked about that yeah. in the in the um, endings we didn't like. These things are so tested that they have yeah, to make sure they know, get it right. Yeah, you would hope that the writers and directors would have some conviction about what they really want to show, yeah. and not just. But I don't know. A lot of it's just about money and where it sells Absolutely. and how you know how you can sell not only domestic anymore but uh-huh. international, the international yeah. box office. So yeah, it's, there's it's just sometimes it's too much of a business and not enough. It is of artistic endeavor. Well, and that's why the first Rocky worked so well because nobody expected that movie to be as iconic. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if it gets made today either. I agree. So, yeah, yeah. He probably he probably would have won mm-hmm. instead. He might have. He yeah. might have. I guess it depends. If, it, yeah, if it's know. an indie movie, maybe not. But, yeah, yeah, but if it's a mainstream Hollywood movie, he probably, yeah. they probably would say uh, he should win. Yeah. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. I agree. If they give the audience a choice anyway, the audience might say that. Right, but, right. Yeah. So uh, the next one I had was the sacrifice ending. And I think there's got to be more, but um, the one I picked was Star Trek Two because that's one of my favorite. Yeah. Well, it is it's one of my favorite sci-fi movies. It's probably like by far my favorite Star Trek movie. I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan, but I, mm-hmm. you know, I enjoy the movies, but most of, most of the time I think they're they're okay to, to horrible. <laughs> so yeah. that, somewhere in that range. Two, through, um, two, two, three, and four, I think, in which they are kind of a trilogy. Yeah. Um, I think those work the best. Yeah, like, yeah, three was less good. Four yeah. was four was pretty good. It's fun um, for yeah, us for living in San Francisco. Like the fish out of water yeah. comedy, it was good. Yeah, um, the sci-fi part was kind of bad, but I agree. Yeah, um, two is yeah. definitely the, the two best is the, the best because yeah. I love how cheesy Ricardo Montalban oh, yeah. is. He's <laughs> also he's also a, you know a villain who actually causes a lot of damage, which sure. you don't sometimes see. Like there's there's not always a consequence when you have like this cartoonish villain doesn't end up doing any actual harm to the hero. Sure. But I think he does in that case. He does, so. yeah. You got an amazing mullet, too, in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> in the chest piece. But, yeah. And I loved your, uh, what was it? You played the, oh, it was from last week's episode. Oh, with, with uh, a George Dickens. Yeah. and his... Uh, <laughs> Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> yeah. That was good. <laughs> yeah, you're not Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> I don't think you're Ricardo. Yeah. <laughs> I love George. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then, okay, my next category was the ambiguous ending. I okay, have a couple yeah. here. One is The Graduate, where... Yeah. I mean, it's not that you don't... I mean, it's ambiguous in the sense, like, you don't know where the characters go next. Sure. Um, you don't know if they're going to get married. You yeah, know, and, yeah. like, he kind of... It kind of ends where he's, like, heroically pulling Elaine away from this marriage that she probably didn't want, and, like, you know, it's like this romantic gesture, but then they get on the bus, and they're kind of, like, staring off into space. Yeah, what the hell do we do now? Opposite directions, <laughs> and they're like, what, what did we just do? Yeah. What, what is this? Um, well, it's such a crazy, like, turn of events, like, he's just running, yeah. and the family wants to kill him, and that's yeah. just like, oh, it's all, yeah. 
son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good yeah. Ending. And the other one was Total Recall, which yeah. Um, you know, there's theories that it actually was a dream the whole time. Uh-huh. And I, I read an article today just to kind of confirm my suspicion. And and Paul Verhoeven gave a, um, he's the director, he gave an mm-hmm. interview last year where he said it. he literally wanted it to be interpreted both ways. Like he wanted it, people to say, you know, it was a dream the whole time or it was not a dream. Okay. And both are equally valid. I don't know if he's just saying that afterwards to kind of get the movie a little bit more buzz. And uh-huh. like, oh, yeah, go back and rewatch Total Recall. But I think you can look at that movie in both ways, and it's it's valid. Did he direct Basic Instinct, too? Oh, he might have. Okay, because yeah. if he did... I no, I haven't seen that in a while. So Let me confirm, because if he did, the ending to Basic Instinct is actually ambiguous, too. So maybe that's his thing. I don't, yeah. I don't know. That sounds right, that he might have done that. Yeah. He's the He did RoboCop... Um, Starship Troopers, which I oh yeah, That's, yeah, because and actually one of the questions: Who is the real killer in Basic Instinct? And so that's oh, okay. You think you think it's the psychologist, <clears throat> yeah. which it, it the police figure out it's her, but at yeah. the very end you see the ice pick down on the ground. You don't know if it's Sharon yeah, Stone or not. Yeah. So maybe that's his shtick, you know? So. Yeah. So yeah, I think he's he likes to play with that. Yeah. Um, but good movie, whether yeah, either way, so it works as a works either way. Total Recall. Yep. Yeah. Did you like um, the remake? No, it had good moments, but I, it was one. It was a remake I thought didn't need to be made. Mm-hmm. And I really liked the original. So, what about RoboCop? I didn't see the re- the remake. Actually, okay, so yeah. I did see all the sequels, which were terrible. Oh, they were <laughs> yeah. So First bad. RoboCop's pretty is, yeah. is watchable, but yeah. yeah, there was yeah. Some of the other ones are just not. They're pretty bad. <laughs> they're pretty <laughs> four. <laughs> um, okay, the next one is uh, the surreal ending. Okay, again, there's probably several examples you could put here. Mm-hmm. These are just kind of what I thought of. I should have um, done your format. This is the, I should do this. All right. <laughs> Fe- feel free to steal yeah. it, but you got to give me credit. I will, definitely. My <laughs> other right. brother, Brian. Yeah. Um, so this is the surreal ending. So I picked 2001, The Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Odyssey, not Oddity. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Space Odyssey, um, that's where he goes through the, the warp thing. Yep. Uh, beyond Mars, and, you know, it's... <laughs> I don't it's even a know surreal movie. Yeah, I mean, just like yeah. the end, the, after the whole conflict resolution with with Hal, and it's just all the rest of it is kind of this. I don't know what you even call it, the space baby. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a giant trip. And yeah, I don't know. Like I've had time. I've had moments where like oh, I think I get where this is about. What this is about. And other times I'm like, wait, what was it about again? I don't know. So <laughs> it's it's one of those movies that if you can stand to watch like a three hour movie where, you know, there's not a lot of dialogue and action right. and you just want to think about it or trip out a little bit, then yeah. that's a good one. And if you live in California or Colorado, you can use smoke the drug of your choice and, and watch <laughs> exactly. it as well. So, <laughs> Washington State too. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, no, next category would be, um, multiple endings. Okay. Um, and this is my guilty pleasure movie clue. Oh yeah. yeah. They, they deliberately filmed three different endings. It, yes. was, it was a marketing ploy to get people to go and see the different endings of the movie. So you'd see them multiple times exactly. in the theater, which I didn't do. Yeah. But when they came out on video, they had released it with all three endings. Exactly. And like, here's an ending. And then they said, Oh, well that's how it could have happened. And here's another way it could have happened. Yeah. And then they said, well, this is how it really happened. Yeah. And all three are really valid because they kind of show mm-hmm. the different ways that, you know, they could have played out. So, it's actually a brilliant marketing plan. It just yeah. didn't pan out. Um, yeah, I don't think yeah. the movie is good enough to actually get people to go back three four, times. Yeah, see it four it. times total. But yeah. the cool thing about the DVD version is um, you can do it one of two ways. You can either watch all you know, three end, alternate endings. Yeah, in a row. Or you can have it do a randomized yeah. for you. And so I, I kind of like doing That's that too. Funny, yeah. yeah. 
And then the last one was the madcap ending, or is everything just kind of crazy? And for that, I picked Blues Brothers. Which just Good like, point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole giant movie's chase. that way. The whole movie's pretty yeah. much madcap, but but especially the ending where they're in the, the giant car chase. Yes. And they end up in the, the city hall. And, and there's <laughs> literally probably 500 guys with guns yeah, like, just in one nice. office. <laughs> the army, the police, uh-huh. the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, everything's after them. But the, and then the... Um, of course, then they they are the band in the in the jail, so, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so it was, yeah. There you and go. they basically start a riot. It looked like in the jail, so yeah. As they <laughs> right as they fade, fade out. Well, yeah, yeah. So, those are all great. Yeah, good so job. Right. I I think I will. I maybe I won't steal it, but you feel free to I adopt it and steal whatever. That's, that's all right. You definitely get prepared, and I yeah. appreciate that. So sure. thank you, Brian. Yeah, my pleasure. All right, we're back with Enrica. Hello. So for this week, we in the past, we have talked about movies where we didn't like the endings. Mm. But this week, we're going to get positive, and we're going to talk about the, the endings that we absolutely love and yeah. your favorite endings to a movie. Totally. Um, well, I think one of my favorite movies ever is Ladri di Biciclette, which is a really? time movie. Bicycle Thieves. Okay. I think it is. The, the Bicycle Thief. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a famous movie. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful Italian mm-hmm. movie. I don't remember the director. He's a famous Italian director. Yes. Um, but kind of the height of Italian cinema. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of one of the greatest stories that plays out on screen. It's like an action crime drama. Like somebody steals his bicycle and that plummets him into this need to find work because mm-hmm. he you know he loses his transportation yeah. and he's gonna lose his job and so and then the end after the, all of this drama hunting this bicycle and trying to problem solve his way out of it he has to steal somebody else's bicycle mm-hmm. in order to you know make his life work and it's just this like beautiful circle and kind of this italian poet effect where you just feel like oh of course you know <laughs> so it came out in 1948 48 and yeah. it was uh victor de sia is that how you say it let me read it vittorio de sica there you go yeah so, he yes. was a big one um but i love that movie and i love the end because it's it's not like this big crazy twist but yeah. it's like that haha like, gotcha Gotcha ends, mm-hmm. and it makes you think about, like, when you're in a dark place, mm-hmm. don't do anything that you wouldn't have done when you weren't in a dark place. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very Italian morals, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good yeah. pick. I'm glad you picked that, because I don't think most people are going to pick this. Yeah, because so it's good. one of the OGs, like, one of yeah. the original. Like, I saw it for the first time as a kid, because we watched a lot of those, like, old-time sure. movies. And I didn't remember it, and mm-hmm. then I took an Italian cinema class in college, um, and the whole class is in Italian. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> my memory of it is kind of muddled because it's in my second language. Okay. So, so when did you, did you learn Italian pretty much as a kid, or was it? Yeah, before? I was I exposed know. to it pretty much from as far back as I can remember. Okay. Um, but I didn't read or write it, and it was mm. just kind of. Like orally, yeah. Um, so if you said an Italian word to me, I wouldn't know how to spell it. Like you know, I would know what it meant, but I would, you know. But you couldn't write it out, yeah. Yeah, or read. So I'm, okay. it's it's weird being illiterate in a language, you know. Yeah. Um, and then in college, I was like, okay. But it's I'm, useful because when you're walking around and people think they're <laughs> saying something, you're like, yeah. I yeah, I've been, I've been able to understand it for as long as I can remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't start studying it seriously until college. Got it. Um. 
my parents have a house there, so I've been back and forth, mm-hmm. like, growing up. And then later, you know, they started spending more and more time mm-hmm. there. So do your parents speak Italian to each other? Yeah. Okay. I mean, my father is not as good. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> he grew up where his parents spoke in Italian to one another. Mm-hmm. His mother was Sicilian. Okay. His father was Napolitano. So they spoke in, like, dialect to each other, and mm. they would make fun of each other. <laughs> and he was born and raised in the U.S., so he didn't understand them, and they kept it. Got from it. him, you know, because uh-huh. it was their, like, secret sure. language. So he knew, like, he was exposed to it. He knew the language. Right. But again, kind of like me, was illiterate, didn't mm-hmm. really understand it to the extent until he met my mother and they had started. Got it. Okay. And then, like, they went to Italy a lot and mm-hmm. they have a house there now. And now it's just part of their lives and they speak it all mm-hmm. the time. Right. My, bro- my father is still, he's so funny because he has such a great memory for words like he mm-hmm. remembers all of the words and can communicate basically in nouns but like can't do grammar oh my goodness really? his grammar is so bad uh-huh. he sounds like a street kid <laughs> and you know my mother so focused on like and she's a teacher right she's a teacher yeah, so, yeah. so and she's a math teacher so the math mind is so strong like mm-hmm. she's so rule-based so the grammar is really what she focuses on when she was learning it more seriously mm-hmm. later in her life um and yeah she's still working working hard she That's does her good. duolingo every day meanwhile she's essentially fluent like right. she lives there four or five months out of the year she has in-depth like interesting conversations with her friends mm-hmm. there her family members there like but she so it was a perfectionist so but yeah, watching Italian movies as a kid. Yeah, you I always bet. watch it with the subtitles sure. in English. But yeah. So you, could you watch it without subtitles? Oh until yeah. Okay. Once I yeah. once I started studying it formally, yeah. um, I always like had a knack for languages, hmm. um, and I had already kind of developed my fluency in French, and I wanted to challenge myself and try and do the same thing in Italian, especially because I had previous previous exposure to it. Yeah. And I t- self taught the first two years so elementary and intermediate mm-hmm. in one semester mm-hmm. and then I just went right to advanced um after that and once you're at Carnegie Mellon once you're in the advanced level all the classes are just in Italian oh, there's okay. no in, anything in English mm-hmm. so that film class was just in Italian so like discussing the complexity of the film in Italian was not something I was ready for <laughs> right but no you learned you definitely trial by fire that, yeah so yeah. I don't remember like the interpretation of the movie a lot okay. but I remember the movie okay very clearly and I remember loving the ending and I remember discussing the ending in mm-hmm. detail in Italian so I don't really so you're probably watching it more intensely than you normally would for totally. a movie yeah and my Italian professor she she was crazy the professor <laughs> would stop it every like 10 minutes and be like bravo and she'd be like start blah, 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 going off about why it's so amazing <laughs> And then, like, we'd start again. So mm-hmm. it was, it was. I was able to ingest it slowly, right. unlike you know a lot of other foreign films where I have to like. It, a lot of it goes over my sure. head. Even reading the subtitles, it goes over my head. Yeah, because you're missing. You're a lot missing stuff. a yeah. lot of the artistic parts. Yeah. So, yeah, Ladri di Biciclette is one of my favorites. Uh-huh. I love it. It's so good. So check that one out. Check that one out, okay. and it's famous enough that it's in English oh, yeah. and it's everywhere. I've heard of the English title, so yeah, that's, the yeah. bicycle thief. The bicycle or thieves, I guess. Yeah. Because in Italian, it's plural, so it would be yeah. bicycle thieves, and that would be almost a little more poetic because right. there's actually multiple thieves. There you, know? you go. <laughs> he becomes one. Uh-huh. So it's kind of that you become what what was your doom mm-hmm. if you follow that path. That path. Mm-hmm. 
and that kind of desperation too far, it can lead you to a place where you were trying to get out of or avoid in the first place. Right. Right. So, yeah. Interesting. I love it so much. Good pick. Okay, so what are your others? A lot of the others are more predictable. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Let's get the good, the really, the, 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 juicy the one. left field one out of the way first. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so I also wrote uh, Pride and Prejudice, but it's a mm-hmm. book first, so it doesn't really... So which version, which movie The Kira Knightley version. Okay. Yeah, I love the end of that. I think it's so poetic during the field. It's really beautiful. Obviously, I know how it ends because the book. Yeah. So it wasn't like that remarkable. I just mm. like the visual. And they held the true to the book? And... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they followed the book pretty well. Okay. There was a few like longer dance scenes <laughs> cut oh, out. Yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, thematically it was the same and that final scene was similar. So. Okay. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. I love that movie. And then a couple like twists. That, yeah. Because there's like heartfelt and like moving endings and then there's like <gasps> endings mm-hmm. and memento was one mm-hmm. that i actually saw on vhs <laughs> in my college um room not dorm room the common room oh okay that mm-hmm. was the only place in the building that had a vhs player <laughs> and we bought the v my fiance and i bought the vhs at like Goodwill? Oh, yeah, yeah. They have all sorts of movies. He's like, this is one of my favorite movies. And I was like, we don't have a VHS, a VCR. Yeah. He's like, we'll find one. (laughs) Somewhere. So we got back to my dorm and we like went on all the floors looking to see if anybody had a a VHS player, like Uh a VCR in their common space. So what year is this? This was 2009. Yeah, that's getting rare and rarer at that point. Yeah. It was my freshman year of college, Hmm. our freshman year of college. And we found one mm-hmm. in the common area of my building, Stever, the, the first floor common area. Uh-huh. So like the big common area where everybody's just kind of walking by. Mm-hmm. We were like, yeah, we'll, we'll watch it here. Yeah. <laughs> Was everyone like, how are you watching this? What are you this? doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we popped it in the, v, mm-hmm. the VCR. We, and a whole bunch of people wound up joining in. So there you people go. were passing by. I'm like, what is this? Because yeah. like, at this point, it's a little dated, sure. right? And my fiance always liked all those kind of dated movies. Yeah. Then we would watch them in the common area, and it became like a thing. That's great. So Memento was the first one. Okay. And the ending was amazing. The whole movie was amazing. Yeah. It was in like reverse. It like blew my mind. Mm-hmm. And that the, the tattoos were each memento. Right. Yes. So that he would remember. It was really, really cool. Yeah. I like that ending That's a, lot. a great pick. That yeah. was a Nolan film, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Yes. One of his first mm-hmm. big ones. Yeah. Um, I love it. I didn't even know who the director was. And then after I remember my fiance being like, oh my gosh, that was directed by, you know, someone we know. Because The Dark Knight had just come out and it was like a big deal. Um, or maybe it was, yeah. Yeah, 2000. Was, so Dark Knight came out a couple years later. But Guy Pierce is great. I, I love him. I love him. Yeah. yeah, it was so good. So Memento and... Carrie um, Moss, yeah. No, Joey Pants. There we go. Who's that? Joey Pantolano. Oh, I love him! Yes. Pantoliano. Yes. American character actor. And he was also in... He's in a lot of things. He was in Sopranos. He was in The Goonies. I watched the pilot of The Sopranos, by the way. Oh, Yeah. It was so real. <laughs> like, I can understand why Italians have trouble watching it. Like, I get that we want to explore this guy's, like, deep psyche sure. and the issue and the, the idea of the antihero. But, like, so many families I know have been so effed up by the mafia that, like, 
I don't want to. I don't care. I have no empathy for him. Like, you've mm. fucked up so many people's lives that, right. like, I don't care if you're sad. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, why would, like, I feel like Jewish people would not want to watch, like, Holocaust movies sure. about, like, Hitler being stressed. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, if it's a real thing that's had a really negative effect, it's hard to see. Mm hmm. It's, I can see why my family didn't want to watch it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't discredit it as art at all. It's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so cool to I would watch. say a lot of mafia movies do the same. I mean, totally. Yeah. And what's mm-hmm. fascinating is they're produced and, and created by Italians. Yeah, like Scorsese. And, and, I mean, uh, yeah. all, all of the people on the Sopranos team yeah. are Italians. They're yep. probably deeply affected by it, if not involved themselves. Yeah. So the idea of the Italian romancing the Italian things that are bad is it's just all very Italian. Right. They well, they just love drama. They love it. They like live on it. Mm-hmm. And so Well yeah. Mario Puzo wrote obviously The Godfather, the book, and uh-huh. then yeah. Coppola directed it. So it's yep. it all stays in the family. Yeah, <laughs> so and they're the Italians are very artistic and they mm-hmm. like to approach these very serious issues in their art. Yeah. And I think it's different. Americans don't do that so much. Mm-hmm. It's kind of more of an escapism. Right. They don't want to confront those really intense issues mm-hmm. in the form of art. So, yeah, I always go back to that. Like, whenever I think about, I can't watch this, it's too real. I'm like, mm-hmm. but the Italians love it. They love to challenge themselves that way. They do. Amen. So, All right. anyway. We're so, running out of time. Yeah, so what's, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so what's your other? Uh, Shutter Island. Yeah. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. It, everybody hates that movie, but I love it. I don't hate it. I think it was a good movie. <laughs> <but> <laughs> doesn't like it. He thought it was bad. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I love DiCaprio. Yeah. And I love, like, psychological thrillers. And definitely. It's kind of a, it's a crazy movie. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Oh, Pride, yeah. Pride and Prejudice, Pride. Memento, Shutter yep. Island. The Village was another one. I There's your it. gotcha, M.I. Shyamalan I yeah, didn't yeah. see it coming. Everybody thinks I'm dumb for not seeing it coming. Did you see? So you've seen the Sixth Sense? Yeah, I like. Did you the see Sixth that Sense. coming? No, that okay. I didn't see. Well, I think it had been spoiled for me actually. Oh, okay. Because yeah. the I I see dead people. Yeah, like had been sure. going around. Mm-hmm. Like the whole joke about the Sixth Sense had been going around before yes. I actually sat down to watch it. So I like knew mm-hmm. what was going to happen, <laughs> but. It was so so good, like surprising. Oh, yeah. I still really liked it. The village, I didn't see it coming at all. Okay, which is you... stupid because it's so clearly <laughs> like in real time. How about Unbreakable? Did you see Unbreakable? What is it? That's about? the one with Bruce Willis, where he's basically like a superhero. He can't be hurt. Oh no! And then Samuel L. Jackson's the guy who's actually causing all the. Oh no! The I haven't seen that. Okay, Those well, are I just gave it away for you. Love, so. <laughs> you should see it. I, I I'm not really affected by spoilers so okay. much. Like I don't get. It doesn't ruin the experience for me. You know. That's good then. Yeah. I actually like read the end of books. Well, that's the before thing. Like, I start. Them. Like I don't think Psycho had the same effect on me. American not Psycho. I, no, no, the, the original Psycho the original. from Hitchcock because. Um, I actually didn't know the ending. My dad didn't tell me the ending, but he just told me some of the scary stuff to watch out. Mm. But I'm sure. That was a kind of a gotcha ending for everyone. Yeah. Uh, when you actually figure out <laughs> what Norman Bates is doing and yeah. what's going on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But all sorts of good stuff. So. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Enrique. Sorry to always go off on tangents. No, no. This is good. I Sorry. like when we go off on tangents because it's <laughs> never the same. It's never predictable. <laughs> That's it's perfect. True. So, That's thank true. you. You're welcome.
All right, we're back with Sarah. Here we are. And Here we're we going to talk about our favorite movie endings. Okay. So these might be a bit like now people might be all, oh, yeah, whatever. But at the time, I was like blown away, and it was a big friggin' deal mm -hmm. to me. Because at the, there was nothing like, okay, first off, The Sixth Sense was oh. like, that was the first in its like, where you're like, what? We now they've done it. a bunch where yeah. they've like totally jumped on that bandwagon. I, was, I saw it coming, so I was like. Go fuck yourself. You did not see it coming. <laughs> I totally did. No. And not only that, but it was like, really? See, this is why, 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 why we gotta allow smart asses into the club. <laughs> you did not see it coming. Nobody saw it coming. It just, he didn't even see it coming and he was dead. It was him. He didn't even know. I just saw another movie with just like that, and I saw it coming yeah, to Passengers with Sandra Bullock. Oh, it's the yeah. same thing. It turns out she thinks she's helping the people that survived this plane crash. It turns out, no, she was one of the people that died I don't watch Sandra else. Bullock movies because generally that they are in the same category as like... Actually, kind of look like... No. Had... <laughs> 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 um, it's like Keigel and freaking Jennifer Aniston. Keigel! Keigel! And Celine Dion. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. They all need to get on a bus. It goes down. Yeah. Um, right on the no, Titanic. Nobody knew that was coming. M. Night Shyamalan didn't even know. And it was his movie. How did he not know? He was filming I'm it. I'm being sarcastic. Thank you. Anyway, I just <laughs> thought that was pretty badass. And then when you watch it afterwards, you're like, then you pay. It's kind of like Fight Club. How about Fight Club? Did you see that one coming? I only got to the part where the acid is poured in the kitchen, and I stopped it at that point. Uh, I was done. See, this I is why I don't, I, we can't allow these other people into yeah. the group. I'm sorry. I yeah. can. That's as far as I could get. What? It, but that was the you part where I, was, I couldn't get so it. So you, you don't know the, the whole. You don't know. This is add that to the list it, of movies it, there, that we have to watch. It's all in his watch. head, also, right? You have to watch yeah, Showgirls, and she has to finish watching. The end of Showgirls. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay. So anyway, it just got to the point that it was like it was. Beyond perverted at that point when he was pouring acid on the cell. Not I perverted. Think not perverted. perverted. Uh, not let's like not talk about your personal life. Not, what movies not, you've seen. Much not showgirls perverted, but I mean just perverted in the sense that it was sick and twisted. And it was just like, I can't. I'm like, I can understand why guys like this. This is not my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's, let's you know what? The host is going to put right. us back on track. What, what were we going to say? I was going to say, we just got to talk about Disney. That's maybe why you're a little <laughs> on your, on your, well, I need on your, someone to do this. I know, right. No. Um, I just was like, it was one of those where it was... I was kind of, you know, at the end, you're all, what the, I, yeah. you've seen it, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, so that one was one of, like, and then, of course, I've done a bunch like it, whatever, but the other one, one of my all-time favorite movies is uh, The Usual Suspects. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a perfect ending. The end of that one kicks ass. Yes. Yeah. And plus, I, I just love, like, you know, Chaz Palminteri, and mm -hmm. I don't think I'd seen Kevin Spacey in anything yet at that point. Um, I know he is had that, did, like, American Beauty and stuff, but I might not have seen it. before or after Seven? That was before. That's before. That's well before. Okay. And my look how Benicio del Toro. I I found he love with Benicio man. del Toro yeah. in that. Yeah. Love him. It's Even Stephen Baldwin's like tall. Right. Well, which yeah. Baldwin was that? He's the, the bloated one. The bloated one. The one. No, he's yeah. not the young one. He's the, the he's the Oh, I still don't know which one that means. It's just they're all they're all they all blended. He's the only he's the only blonde one. He's the crazy one. Oh, okay. That makes. That totally the other two are dark. And I love the other guy, Kevin famous. Pollack. What has he been in? He's like that guy. He's been in a million movies. He was, was he in A Few Good Men. He's the other lawyer. Was he in a TV show? Grumpy Old Men. Okay, he was in that. All right. And he's also a stand-up comedian. Oh, that's probably yeah. what it was. Yeah. But he's that in a ton of movies. That was yeah. the best. Like, some of the, some of the Kevin Pollack has some of the best liners. He's like, what were you doing? He's like, what are you going to do if I send you to jail? He's like, uh, screw your father and then yeah. have a snack or something. <laughs> no, fuck your father in the shower and then have a sandwich or something. Anyway. So is Kobayashi in that one? The guy who yes, yes. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. He's a great character. I know. That guy, yeah. he was some uh, Irish guy in the town. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, 
He, yeah, that movie was just, I, I was, I, yeah, loved it. Benicio Del Toro, you don't know what he's saying. He's like a total mumbler. He's like, yeah, yeah. you know. And, well, he um, still kind of does. Yeah. I know. But he was so thin and stuff there. He's yeah. cute. I, he almost doesn't even look like himself no. compared know, to now. He right? I mean, you have to really be I looking to realize the same guy. After that movie, Fenster was like my password for everything. It was. Because it's like the best name, Fenster. It's like, it just sounds like shady. You're like, yeah, that's whatever. Okay. You know what? When I'm just saying. It was. And so that one was. Uh, and just the end, how it all falls together, and you're like, oh. Oh shit! And the way he's walking, and then his foot goes straight, and then he's like, "Yeah." My favorite part is just like how the guy uh, who was it, uh, uh, not uh, Chaz Palminteri, he's uh-huh. like looking around his office yeah. and realizing all the things he picked uh-huh. out of his office it to come up with the clues. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, "Fuck!" I mean, that truly is a genius, right? That he actually, he was practicing one of my one of my hobbies, which is lying on the fly. It's like, <laughs> that is what I do. You know, people are like, oh, so what do you like to do in your spare time? I'm like, well, I like to try to hurry up and get elevator doors to close before anybody gets in it. <laughs> and lying on the fly. Not really an impressive skill when you have a boyfriend. They're not really impressed with that. But, you know, it works well like when you go to Vegas. It does. And it I does. have to like, but normally my friends are really bad. They're like, Someone's like, hey, what do you do? My girlfriend looks at me, what do I do, Amal? <laughs> mortgage broker. And she's like, Mo, look, turns, the mortgage broker. Oh, what's your name? What's my name? Michelle. <laughs> Michelle! I'm like, Jesus, can you at least get some basics down, people? I got to freaking get everybody's story going at one time. Whatever. So, yeah. Those are, that's. Kaiser Sosa. Yep. That's good. Good. So you have no, no other ones? You know what? Yeah, I'm tr- well, I love the ones that are at the end where, again, like, you're totally caught off guard and you're like, I didn't. Like that, you know, or yeah. there was a movie, I think it was Shutter Island, which was another one uh-huh. like that, that With really Leonardo, didn't yeah. get a lot of, uh, people didn't pay attention because it came out like around the same time Inception came out, Okay, which it's like, okay, but great. it was also really long. Yeah. No, Inception was really long, wasn't it? Yeah. Shutter so Island. Most Leonardo DiCaprio movies are really long. Yes. Think about it. They're all movies. Yes, of course. Uh, that would be yeah, mine, the two long. of them. Yeah. No, yeah. but still, think about it. Catch Me While You Can. That's another two That's and a half hour movie. That's because Tom Hanks did it. I think, Titanic, right? two and a half uh, hours. Two, I mean, three, seriously, yeah. that was one find, of the other episodes we did. Find me a Leo like, movie that isn't two and a half hours long. Find well, me a Leo movie that isn't. That, well, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Right? I, I just found one. it. Wolf it's of Wall Street's about three hours long too. Wolf of yeah. Wall Street. Yeah. That's a Scorsese and it's like, How many times? Uh, was it the Revenant? The Covenant. Yeah, the Revenant. Another yeah. one that's two and a half, three hours yep. long. So I mean, and is it really necessary? I, well, it's on my cue, and I'm just like, I'm waiting for the day that I actually feel like watching him be in a forest all by himself. Yeah. There's know? only a few movies that don't feel long, that are three hours. Casino I can watch. Mm-hmm. It's three hours long, but it doesn't bore me. I don't know that. See, and that's a true story, though. Yeah. You ever notice true stories are always long? They can't fit it all in. No. No. Yeah. And uh, the Godfather I can always watch, even though Although it's like Although I have to say, hours. it always bugs me when you see a real-life movie and they've changed something when it's like the original story was didn't need to be changed. It's like, what on earth was the logic behind changing right. something that was amazing in and of itself? For it to make the ending better, and that's yeah. what our topic is. <laughs> But there was uh, no need for Wolf of Wall like, Street to be three hours because, I mean, it's just like cut no, out dumb. like the 42 Coke You know, scenes, Jonah Hill yeah. got uh, a, a pneumonia or lung infection from snorting so much vitamin B. I believe that. Because <laughs> that's what it was, <laughs> yeah. snor- snorting. Yeah, exactly. like, that's hysterical. Yeah, yeah, no, that was... They should have done a little method acting. Come on. Right, that's yeah. what I, I... You know they did. Yeah. You know they uh, have they it. Did. Yeah. it. Especially when they're like smoking pot. Like, you know James Franco and all oh, that. Oh, James Franco. Please. Yeah. 
it's like whatever. Okay, so back to the yeah. best endings. Okay, so yeah, the uh, it was Shutter Island. Yep. With another one of my favorite boyfriends, Mark Ruffalo. I don't know yeah. why I like him so much. He's just kind of another. He's like because he looks like just that guy that you bring your cubicle and you're like oh, whatever, nothing good about him. But I still do him at the office Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> It's so you don't of, like romantic comedies, but he did. Nope. Have he did one with Reese Witherspoon. Oh, yes. Number 13 going yeah, on 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did see that. Oh, no, 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 Maddie. No, 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 That's not the one I'm thinking of. Okay. I'm thinking of the one with Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, where she dies. And she's in San Francisco, though. And she's haunting her yeah. apartment. But I'll do anything if it's in San Francisco. I watch all those. There's one with Jennifer Garner where she goes back. Yeah, 13. 13 going on 30, yeah. I have. She kind of annoys me, though. Jennifer Garner? A little bit. I get she's right there. Like, she's that girl that won't stop talking. She's a little too goody goody. Yeah, you're right. She's that girl that like encourages you to do bad things and then judges you later. Well, it's like the, even the Capital One commercials. There's just something goody-goody-ish yeah. about her in those commercials. It's like, listen, like you need to use credit, bitch. We yeah. know you have enough money. Well, you money. know Alec Baldwin's a fuck-up when he's asking for Like, he's already maxed out his credit card. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. a big freaking loser. He's yeah. like, uh, yeah, he's got like the 25% interest yeah. charge because he's got so many late penalties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But Shutter Island, at the end of it, <laughs> oh, yeah, can Shutter I get back Island. to their... Yeah. We are doing a podcast yeah. show, I think, yeah. right? Okay. But um, I bet Keith, whatever it is, I'm like, I, yeah. I just thought of a great ending movie. Okay, well, oh, well, we'll good. Chime in, please. Yeah. I'm glad to Real you, genius. You, okay. Real genius, yeah. That's it. I love the popcorn scene yeah. with the house exploding at the end. I With what song playing at the end? Everybody wants to rule the world. That's right. Tears for Fears. Because it's one of my top five all-time favorite They're songs. They're coming to I did not. <gasps> when? When? Soon, I think. Oh, my God. Are I've they, always they, wanted to see Tears oh for Fears in concert. Oh, my God. It's like a new kid's reunion. I know. <laughs> I, have, I can't remember Real Genius. That is a I know great I'm going to get decked right now, but I can't remember that movie. I remember <gasps> Zapped. Can we add this to the list of movies that we have to watch? Zap. Real, Real Genius. Real Genius. Right. Both. Oh, yeah. Put both yeah. of them on You know there. what I actually was shocked by is that I thought that would have been the kind of movie that would have been completely canned with Roger Niebert. Yeah. They gave it two thumbs up. Yeah. They thought... Oh, like, well, they then, thought... Geez, like, I was just shocked. I was just shocked because it's such a campy, kind of cheesy... Yeah. Movie in the eighties. I thought they would have totally trashed and it. Who and who would have thought that was it. the best Val Kilmer was ever going to look? It but is. it's also a precursor to Big Bang Theory because they yeah. went to Caltech. Yeah, they're super nerdy, but they're all. It's a great movie. What's I mean, the premise? They're all. They go to Cal. They're all scientists. Like they're okay. going to become scientists, and, and they need to face? create a bomb. The, the professor. The yeah. professor has tasked him on a project yeah. to build a laser, but they don't realize that it's actually a bomb for the CIA. Right. And the, the professor is the same guy in Ghostbusters that plus um, Bill Murray. The red-headed guy? Yeah. He always plays a mean guy. He always plays a mean guy. Yes, yeah, he's always a jackass. Yeah. He's always a jackass. Oh, yeah. well, I guess I'll have to see you that. You guys see Real Genius. I missed yeah, that. Yeah, see Real Genius. I was watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and you guys were watching that, apparently. One of the, the girls in it, the, main, the girl that dates the kind of the geeky kid, uh-huh. is in Valley Girl. Like, Mayim Ball. I don't know what her name is. Oh, 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 you mean no, no she's from, that's from Big. She's from Big Bang Theory. That's Blossom. Okay, yeah. that's not Blossom. It's someone else. Oh, I had a name. class with her. I forgot all about Let's that. Let's go back to celebs. She wait, 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 wait. That's a whole different. She story. is a total wait. weirdo. Let me tell you, she's as weird oh, as Blossom. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. She's weird, like more like Amy. Okay. Fowler, whatever her name is. Who? She's weird. She's hipster. No makeup. All woman power. Women. It's called fem. granola. Hippie stick. Is what it Whatever is. you want to call it, that's her. I mean, I, I don't wow. remember. It was a, I think it was actually a women's lib class or African American studies, something like that. Some, yeah, because she, she's clearly got some African American class soul that going I was on. in. It was like, and I got well, in a group. Well, her Jewish. name is she's pretty. Like, sounds like a Jewish. sister name, yeah. Maria Valak or whatever. 
Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Didn't Mackay Pfeiffer have that name in like Dangerous Minds or what was that movie? Fucking like Higher Learning. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Or, yeah, she is. Okay, weird. this goes down as the most random episode we've done. I know. Does anybody? Would you? Would the audience like to know what the topic was? Yes, it was endings. Best endings. Yes, best ending. Like us. Like we're the one that never we're, ends. We're yeah. done we're for. Put a, put a cork in us. No, but Real Genius was actually a great one. That well, was a add that to the list. I was. I liked um, Shutter Island, but nobody gave it any freaking hype because it was. Everybody was busy watching Inception and drinking the Kool-Aid about a dream within a dream within a dream. It's like, I'm bored. I don't care about... I honestly vaguely remember it, but I don't. I don't even know how Inception ended, because I didn't even watch it. I was boycotting. It turns out the mother and the kids were dead all along. Oh, yeah, that part. Well, I remember that. Then I guess I did see the ending. No, I like the ones where you're not quite... Somebody said to me, though, I didn't like Shutter Island, because I... Like, almost all the way through the movie, I didn't quite know what was going on. Yeah, that's the point, stupid. You're not supposed to know. Did you like any other other I, M. Night Shyamalan movies besides Six Six? I saw Signs. That was okay. okay. I, the happening got a little stupid for me. Did you like Unbreak- Unbreakable? I did. But I like that Samuel L. Jackson, and, I, yeah. and I'll watch anything with Bruce Willis. That I don't know what it is. Ending. Yeah, it was. You're right. Yeah, that one. I remember... You know, the trailers for those movies were always really, like, intense, really oh, yeah. good, you know? But, yeah, whatever happened to him? He had some good ones, I thought. He kind of, after the, what was it, The Girl in the Water, or one of the water... Oh, movies. then there was The Village. Yeah. That, that was, was, but yeah. that was weird at the end. It that was. was an ending. Yeah, he does a lot of endings that are, like, mm-hmm. where he tries yeah. to... Yeah, did you see The Village? I'm not really a fan of his movies, so... You know what? Don't don't be, don't be a hater and discriminate. It's good. Miss, I hate Disney movies and rom-coms. Don't go there. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. They're unrealistic. Okay, I'm going to have to stop before they throw and down. And so. like it is. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Dead people. All right. We're done. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Will she laugh or won't she laugh? That is the question. And that was an easy one. There we go. All right. You never know what I'm going to say, but you, you know, the outcome's always the same. Okay. Danielle's back. Welcome back. Yay. Yay. What is yay? <laughs> Was that something you would say in Portuguese? I was supposed to say hey and yeah. yay. So. Hey and yay is I. <laughs> we should have subtitles for I you. I cannot. Yes. Speak. <laughs> Talk. Speak it. How do you say I don't know, actually. Okay, for this week's episode, we're going to talk about your favorite movie endings. I don't think, well, we're, it's going to be interesting how this interview is going to end because it's off to an incredible start. So... <laughs> Uh, let's just go through the list. You said you had five picks. Yes, I do. So we're going to start like from five to one. Okay. Right? <laughs> from my least to yeah. most. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. You got your drum roll. Go I ahead. I do have. Number uh, five. Number five is The Village. Somebody actually already picked. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no way. Enrique, the M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was like, I, I didn't expect that yeah. to happen. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it surprised me. Like the uh, what's the name? Those that we don't speak of, something yes, like that. yeah, uh, were was a person, right? I didn't see that one coming. No, you thought they were spirits uh, or something like that, or? and it was amazing. Yeah, I thought it was a horror movie, sure. And, oh yeah, and that's how they kind of tease the movie. You, you yes. think it's like a horror. Yeah. And it's amazing, like the wall and, you know, when they climb. And yeah. it, it, I, I was like, what? You know, I didn't realize, oh, it's in modern days. Super yeah. cool. Super yeah. cool. I didn't expect that one mm-hmm. at all. That's a good pick. Yes. All right. Number four. Number four is, that's going to be interesting because I don't know how to say it. Okay. But 
uh, Shutter Island. Shutter Island, yeah. 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 So it's actually like one of the few movies that I like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> okay. I'm not a big fan of him. I think Scorsese directed that, didn't he? What? Did Martin Scorsese direct that movie? I have no Shutter idea. Shutter Island. I think yeah. Okay. So it's like a few movies of him. He, he was really good. He played the... Um, so why don't you like Leonardo DiCaprio? I think it's like the it Titanic curse. I didn't like the movie. I, I can't. I don't like anyone that Got was it. in that movie. But I like him on Catch Me If You Can. He's he was great. really good oh, on Tom Hanks one. Of course. Yeah. And <laughs> no, but he was good. And mm -hmm. Shadow Island was the same. He was really good. And you, Mark you know, in it. you know the movie. Did I you do. Watch the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I also I didn't say that one coming and it was really amazing. It, but it was like the end it wraps up yeah. really good. It, there's like it explains. It's not open like oh no they missed something. Like it's not my list, but mm -hmm. the sixth sense I saw that coming. Oh, it, did you? Okay. I, I saw it like in the middle. I don't know how oh he's that. So you saw it coming even before you heard about it. Because a lot of people knew what was going to happen. Oh, yeah, no, no, I saw it coming. Like, okay. the wife never spoke of him. You know, he couldn't do certain things. Right. But when he goes to therapy with the little boy, the mother don't talk. It, 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 I saw that. Okay, <laughs> it fair enough. But anyway, back yeah. to my yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shadow back Island. <laughs> well, when they explained to him, right, he's like a trauma. Is a trauma that he has yeah. depressed, maniac depressive, mm -hmm. something like that, because he killed the wife that killed right. the two kids. It it is he was really good on yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> so so do you, you like do you like movies that are wrapped up or you do not like open ending endings? So where you're not sure what happens? Uh no. I like to understand. You want to, okay. So when I don't understand, which is very often <laughs> So it doesn't, it doesn't I have go to mean on Wikipedia, you, so I don't know what means. So it doesn't even have to mean that you don't understand. They just leave it open ended so you can. you can Have an what, interpretation. Yeah, whatever on my you own. want. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't like it. Don't I like when it's like it closes. Got you it. know, has a closure. I prefer that. You prefer that. Okay. Yes. That's yes. fair. Yeah, so that's my fourth. Really good. Very good. <laughs> Number three. Number three is. I'm sure I read pick it up. people picked that one already. It's seven. No, nobody picked that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, not a lot of people like that ending. Why? Well, <laughs> you obviously don't like Gwyneth Paltrow. It makes, it makes sense. Like, he ends, he's the envy. Because it misses five. You, you know the film, the movie is ending, and whereas it's not seven, it's five. Okay. Do you like, okay, what part of the ending do you like? Do you like that they he killed her, or that Brad Pitt actually kills him none what i like is the dialogue that he explains like i went to the house and this and this and he says i am the envy right. and you are. that for me i will never forget okay but that part do you care about the head in the box no who cares well that's a key <laughs> plot point that's a key plot point because if, no. if, if he doesn't chop off her head and kill her yeah but then no brad pitt doesn't shoot him and do you do you wish brad pitt had just let him go to jail instead of killing him right there. Oh, the death penalty. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I was going to do that. Like he, uh, Morgan Freeman's trying to prevent I, him from doing it. Can you know what? I think if he went to jail, it'd be very similar to Hannibal. 
Right. Uh, to have a link somehow. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It you could add a sequel. Exactly. Yeah. So, no. I think okay. it was like the right ending. Okay. The right one. But then Brad Pitt goes to prison. For well, he'll get out. He's a cop. Of course they, <laughs> they would wow, do something. Wow, someone's biased. <laughs> no, no, but come on. Yeah, yeah. It was like he made justice. With well, there's your ambiguous ending. So he might have got off. Ah. Okay, <laughs> okay number two. <laughs> Is that right, number two? Number wow, that, that's too fast for me. Okay, okay, slow it down there. <laughs> Actually, is the Silence of the Lambs. I love the ending. and Well, they definitely opened it. It had an open ending so they could do sequels. Yes, yeah. but it was the first movie. It was. So I didn't know about the sequel. It was like... Well, nobody did. They didn't you know, know if, if it wasn't successful. They went ahead. So uh, I love them when he says he's having an old friend for dinner. Okay, and <laughs> that he was. is the best. <laughs> so yeah, I like that ending. I I didn't see. Um, I thought he would be in jail actually, but he was very articulated. He I mean, was. Uh, wasn't he? He was getting off a bus or something like that. Was that the one? I don't remember. I see, I seem to recall well. him calling her right. Oh yeah, that no, yeah, yeah no. He's yeah. in a like a busy street. Yeah, I don't exactly. know where. It's yeah. not. It's not in the US. He's. I think he's in a different country. I think he's in Europe. Yeah. I, I. I'm not sure, but I mean that Andy when she kills uh, Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill. Yeah. I. I did not like that part. I don't well, know. He, he it was had so to die, expected. Though. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But it was so much. Uh, the scene was so long. Just well, it was very know. suspenseful because he's yeah. wearing that night mask. Yes, and, it's, yeah. it's really it's suspenseful. Yes. How to say? It's a, no, that's how you say it. <laughs> but it took too long. It was like tiring. They just kill the guy, and that's it. Well, yeah. we knew that would happen, of course. Yeah. But what I didn't know was like. Hannibal calling her and the guy, the director, right, from the sanatorium yeah. that arrives in the city yep. that he sees. That was it. That I didn't see it coming, yeah. so it was really good. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, number one. I'm, number one. I'm dying to see what you're going to... Yeah, and I don't know how to say the title, so you're going to have to help me. Okay. So it's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. You said it perfectly. That is my favorite ending. Really? Oh, yeah. So refresh my memory. How does it end? I, I'm trying to remember. So uh, uh, oh. Jack Nicholson was like this Marty from the, from yeah. the, sen the sanatorium. Yeah. Yes. So it ends because he behaves so badly. Right. And he was like the free spirits from the from the, the place, yeah. right? He was like all the patients love him. But he has a lob lobotomy. Oh that's right. Yes. Yeah. And the the chief Yeah. We he, got to he pick up finally the, the, get the courage to leave. Yeah. So come on, that is amazing. Yeah. I love it. I didn't like that he got the uh well, lobotomy, but that it was surprising. Too. Yeah. Exactly. But I it was like giving the chills when the chief you know, yeah. gets and leaves. Oh, that's that was my favorite. That's, that's a good one. Nobody picked that. That's a really good one. I'm saying you could also pick The Shining too, because Jack's in the, the Shining. Yeah, that and I didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> was he there? Was it? Well, it that's was they did very, that on purpose. It was very well. Stephen King. Yeah, he course. he does that. Yeah. <laughs> he's good at that. Mm -hmm. All right, those are all good. So you had See. no uh, honorable mention ones. No. No, no, no. This is my number one. The number one is like the. <laughs> number one best, best one. <laughs> so when you thought that was the first one you thought of yes that's okay. so funny right yeah. i saw that movie like i don't know three years five years ago okay and i still have it in the end have you read the book yet no nope. should read the book 
it's a it's Kenkizi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I understood, like you say, <laughs> like the Da Vinci Code. I would never get oh, how yeah. he got it. The, the body. And yeah. the, uh, but you know, this five, it's perfect. You were good. Yes. All right. As always, thank you so much. Great job, Danielle. Thank you very much. And you can. <laughs> there's the laugh. All right, we're back with Josephine. Welcome back. Hello. We are going to do this week uh, your favorite endings to movies. So in the past, we've done movies where you didn't like the ending, when the ending changed. But in this case, we're, this is where the movie studio or the producer or the director nailed it. Uh, okay, so what, what is your list? Okay, so number one, it's my favorite movie. It's okay. The Apartment. I love the ending to that. Yes. Because... It's just, it's super romantic. Yeah. There's one person running toward the other person, yeah. which you have to have, uh -huh. right? And it takes place on New Year's Eve. Yeah. And it's just, to me, it's about respecting yourself. Sure. And I think when Shirley McLean realizes that she should be with Jack Robin, I mean, come on. Yes. And you keep going through the whole movie thinking, like, they're not going to end up together. It's just mm -hmm. like she... It's obvious that it's she's, she's not going that way. She's way too Fred McMurray. Yeah. She can't get him out of... Head. Yeah. And then I think she just realizes, I mean, for me as a woman, I totally get Miss Huberleg. I mm -hmm. totally get where she's coming from. But in the end, she just realizes, wait a minute, this other guy's treating me way better yes. than this other guy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, she almost took him for granted, you know? That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Jack Lemon, he just, he was just, he really, he became a, what did I call it? A mensch. mensch. He, 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 he was, yeah. He became a mensch. Yeah. 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 But all he had to go through with his... <laughs> His landlord and then the doctor yeah, and everything. I love yeah, Dr. yeah, I know. Yes, yeah. it's a great movie. Yeah. So the other one, well, defending your life. Yeah, we're, that, yeah. That test at the end mm -hmm. is just perfect. Yes. And I think if you're just kind of like, well, wait a minute, that one thing could negate all the other dumb shit he did in his life. <laughs> right. But it was a. But I think it's the opposite. Yeah. Like knowing how fearful he is to do that one thing at the end. It's a huge a, step. It's a huge step. Yeah. yeah especially at that juncture when you think okay I'm done like I nothing I can do now I, I remember reading an, um, an interview with Albert Brooks where he talked about like if you if you get to still the essence of what that movie's about it's really about like it's never too late even you know there might be, it might not work out if you try again but just try again because it might work out yeah. yeah and I really kind of love that yeah. message that notion uh, short term 12 I've uh, never no, seen that it's Brie Larson <laughs> okay and I think a lot of people who are in it are now kind of like pretty big. Um, Rom, Remy, Rom. Oh yeah, he's seen um, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Yeah, yeah he's, he's great. in it. Um, this woman who is in uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. Yeah, she's in it as well. And this other guy that was in Get Out, he's oh. in it. So, um, yeah, fantastic ending. Everything works out in mm -hmm. the end. It's... it's it's just, it's not like it's like wiping away all of like the tragedy and shit, but it's just, it, it worked out as well as it could have. Sure. Yeah, so, love that. Okay. Um, I love that you also bring up movies that probably are not as well known as The Apartment or something like that, too. Oh, it's always good. a good mixture, so yeah. this is good. Yeah, You had yeah. some of that, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Open Harvest. Oh, yeah, I with uh, Greer Garson. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. and Roger Coleman, is yeah. that him? Ronald. Ronald Coleman, yes. Yes, mm -hmm. I love the ending. It's, I, I, I think of that movie as just pure romance. Yeah. It's just these two people who form this deep connection and they're trying to make it back to each other. And I right. love that it takes, it, it's over 18 years. Yeah. And it's just, it's so, it's highly romantic at the end. You're just like, 
<laughs> so yeah, 18 years, and then um, Letter to Three Wives. Like, yeah. Also, have you seen it? A long time ago. Wait, Kirk, Kirk Douglas? Kirk, yeah. yeah, Kirk Douglas is in it, yeah. and a bunch of other people. Yeah. <laughs> is that Jean Crane? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she's also in it. Yep. And it's just, the ending is so kind of unexpected. I mean, I honestly, so basically, there's three women, they're great friends, and they find out that a fourth friend of theirs, who they've always been kind of insecure and jealous mm-hmm. about, has run off with one of their husbands. And so okay. they spend the whole day thinking, oh, fuck, is it my husband? That yeah. And when I read that, I thought, oh, I bet it was just some trick or, you know, it was just some misunderstanding. But no, she did fucking run off with someone's husband. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. And it's just the ending is just so great. It wraps everything up so well. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Yeah. So, other one is Get Out. Which just and, came out, yes. Yeah, which just came out. Yeah. Loved it. Ending was good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, don't give away the ending because people might not have seen it yet. Yes, but okay. that's that's yes. one where if, you, if you're going to see it, Josephine says the ending's perfect. Yes, yes, yes. Stay for the end. Okay. Um, Arrival. It, it was like lots of, you know, I mean, can I, can I say that it was what you think are flashbacks are actually like, well, okay. okay. People watch Arrival. Okay. okay. <laughs> I thought the ending was really great. Okay. And just perfect. And it makes you want to watch the movie over again. And Got see it. those little things that Amy Adams mm-hmm. does. And, uh, Lolo, have you seen that? That's no. a movie. Uh, it's directed by Julie Delphi. Okay. You know, I Who's in the before? Delphi. Yeah, movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, this whole movie, her like twenty-year-old uh, son who has this total Oedipal complex is sabotaging her relationship with this guy. Mm. In the end, is is just really hilarious. Everyone watch it. It's on Netflix. Okay. Uh, Brooklyn. Did you see Brooklyn with Susha Ronan? No. But she's um, in Ireland and she ends up moving to Brooklyn and okay. just adjusting to it. Um, I loved it. And I, my boyfriend at the time, mm-hmm. who I saw it with, he thought she made the wrong choice. I was like, no. She, I thought she made the right choice. She followed her heart. Sure. So, yeah, I love that. And then Calvary, which is not mm. um, a happy ending movie, but I thought it was beautiful. Right. Yeah, very human. As usual, great list. Go out and see all of these movies. She, Josephine is a, is definitely a movie um, aficionado, and she uh, she sees tons you of different what? movies. That, my, yeah, my love of movies is pure. I just yeah. want to watch what I want to watch. Exactly. I'm very enthusiastic about it. That's I'm right. confident in my taste. And that's why you're on the show. So, <laughs> thank you again, Josephine. <laughs> I think I'll cut that. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. <laughs> David and Samantha are back together. Yay. We like this. And we're going to talk about our favorite endings to movies. And uh, so the list, we don't know the list because we're just going to wing it, I think. We're just winging it. Although I did spoilers. I heard some rumors of the things that are going to be brought up oh. by my partner over here. Yeah. They were um, at least one of them. I was also going to Okay, mention. so that's good. So let's so, start with that one. Okay. We'll just get that one out of the way. So first, well, favorite ending because mm-hmm. it, I'm going by things that like legit surprised me. Right. And we're kind of Whoa. So I thought of Prestige. Okay. First, Christian I haven't Bale. seen it. I have not seen it. Oh. So. Yeah. But you can give it away. That's fine. That's oh. this yeah. is spoiler. It was the yeah. movie that Nolan did after Begins. Okay. So it was like everyone was just like, "Oh, Christian Bale's so cool, and Nolan so cool." Yeah. Ah. And it was like a really awesome, twisty magician movie. And it's a period. Yes. Okay. So is it's um. Different. And it's got is Ed Bowie in it as as is, Tesla. Okay. Is Ed Norman yeah. in it? Or am I thinking of No, so it came out the same year as The Magician. Oh, okay. And so it was the year of the two movies. Uh And I think... The Illusionist? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking of. I remember those two movies, and I was like... The Magician. The Illusionist. (laughs) 
I watch like every single oh, costume drama. So I was like, two magician movies based in the 19th century. Yeah, you're all in. At the time, of course, was way more into prestige because it was like, oh yeah, fuck, it's, it's Chris Nolan. He's so cool. He just did the coolest Batman movie. Um, like, oh, who cares about the illusionist? And like, finally saw illusionist. And it was like a, it was like an okay romantic yeah. like period movie, but it wasn't. It was not like a twisty like holy crap. Like, yeah, yeah. It had one of the, I think, craziest endings like From I've, yeah. I had seen in a while, and still I was like reading the summary right now and I forgot. Ah. Oh, I need to watch this. Well, again. it's got a great cast. Mm-hmm. Just going through. Um, so you guys it's mentioned got Wolverine, Scott Batman. Yep. David Bowie, as you said. Mm-hmm. Scott Black Widow. Yeah, that's true. Scarlett Johansson. And you have Alfred. Michael Michael Caine. It has Alfred. Although, I think Nolan puts him in everything. <laughs> so. I did. Oh, there's a fun story about Dunkirk. Yeah, he, he's oh, really? up. He has a cannon yeah. with them. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, because yeah. he's been in every movie. I mean, Interesting. if I could put Michael Caine in every movie, why wouldn't you? Of course like, you would. We had, talked to, we had talked about that with character actors. Like, people just kind of have their go-tos. Mm-hmm. You know, like Tarantino always uses certain people. And yeah. Things like that. Piper yeah. Parabo's in it, too. It's a good time. Before she made yeah. the jump to USA's whatever that show mm-hmm. was. Yeah. yeah. She was also in um, Coyote Ugly. Before this. Yeah, okay. before, way before this. Okay, so this is a good one. I need to see this then. Yeah, because so. it yeah. really, it just seems kind of like a... It's. I think these two two magicians are they kind of like competitors? They or? start out on the same troop, okay, and then okay. something happens to Black Widow, mm. and uh, <laughs> oh no, was it Black? But someone dies? I think it was. There's Scar. drama with the the wives. I mm. think. I don't really remember the plot. I just okay. remember at the end there's a big giveaway. It, mm. it seems like a pretty normal movie, mm-hmm. and then it all kind of things spiral out of control. Yeah. And um, and then Wolverine <laughs> turns on yeah. Batman, uh-huh. <laughs> and um, it becomes kind of like a revenge thing of mm-hmm. like you let this like oh, accident yeah. happen; it was yeah. your fault. And he like kept at, like yeah, it's it's pretty intense. Yeah, and um, the acting in it's pretty great. Um, and then on top of that, like because it's not really like a twisty turny kind of like plot, but mm-hmm. it's just all of a sudden, the end happens, and you're like, oh, that's really messed up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because you figure out how he's been doing his big illusion or trick. Well, there's okay. two, because they both end up having, like, an illusion trick okay. thing that remains hidden from, like, the the reveals remained hidden from the audience mm-hmm. the whole time. Um, and then, yeah, at the very end, it's like, oh, you see how they both did it, and it was... One was more messed up than the other, mm-hmm. but they're both kind of like, oh, that sucks. Um, so give a teaser for an upcoming episode. Would you want a sequel out of this? Uh, no, no, I don't think you really can. Okay, so yeah. yeah, you don't have to give away the ending, it's but a, yeah. It's yeah. It's, um, and then also during the movie, part of like the, um, the structure of it uh-huh. is... Um, Alfred is narrating, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, like, the magician's sort of, like, not code, but, like, how you do a magic trick, and mm-hmm. it's, like, yeah. the introduction, mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the something, and, and... Is that where the title like, of the movie comes from? I think the end, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> yeah. the, the, like, the setup, the, the, the reveal, and the prestige, or something like that. Okay. And so... It ends with like, and the and so you're like, oh wait, 
Were they, like, explaining it to me uh, the whole time? Here we go. It's the Pledge, the Turn, and the Prestige. Ah, okay. So there's three. And points. so, yeah, it ends, and you're like, wait a second. I think I just got smarted. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you could have done a trilogy out of it, just on each yeah, uh, thing. Each, yeah, each turn. Really? I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's a, good, that's a good pick. People need to go out and see it if you haven't already seen it. So let's, yeah. let's start with David. What are your other favorite endings? Uh, the other two that came to mind... Uh, heads up, I did not. I forgot all week that this was. Okay, no, no, yeah. Uh, the ones that come to mind are the first two Nolan Batmans. Okay. Because Batman Begins, it ends so like uplifting. It's like, oh, never said thank you. You'll never have to. And he flies off. It's like, yeah. holy shit, fuck yeah, Batman. <laughs> um, and then the second one ends like more somber, of like you can do all this shit to me because I'm Batman. I can take it. You're like, fuck yeah, you can't, Batman. <laughs> um, so like they just end like so triumphantly yeah. even though like one's like a positive triumphant the other was like well you can just beat me up because like i'm that fucking cool right um so that means you hate the third i hate the third the, one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the third yeah that is a whole other episode right um <laughs> you actually might have mentioned that on your um the you liked like it up sequels. yeah you didn't like yeah. that you changed that ending so. um but yeah i think as far as like endings go mm-hmm. nolan Usually he ends. Talk about Christopher. <laughs> yeah, he ends pretty strong because, mm-hmm. like, Memento, yeah. of course, and then yeah, both of those Batman movies. Mm-hmm. Inception. Inception scene. ends pretty mm-hmm. cool at the top. Yeah. Ball. Interstellar. Even though the movie itself was kind of like, eh, the ending was like okay, yeah, mm-hmm. not bad. Kind of stuck the landing. <laughs> and then I didn't see, haven't seen Dunkirk yet. Okay. But, so another another example for me mm-hmm. thinking. Okay, um, so I was kind of trying to think of some scarier movies yeah. with like cool fun endings, and I thought, uh, well, there's a classic Psycho ending. Yes. You have the reveal there mm-hmm. of like, oh, he's been the mom the whole time. Yeah. And then. And we were all too young to experience it back then. I should ask my yeah. dad who actually saw in the theater if he was surprised. I knew what it was going right. to be about, but yeah. it was still like very. It's a twist ending. Yeah. First time I saw Psycho, mm-hmm. it wasn't like. How Star Wars was like, you know, you yeah. grew up knowing mm-hmm. like he was already the dad, sure. Whatever. But I think the first time I saw Psycho, the ending wasn't like told to me. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, but I mean, at the same time, I was like just a little kid, so yeah, it didn't really like blow my mind. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, he was the killer. Like, yeah. yeah. But I think at the time it was a big deal because yeah. nobody had any idea what was going. I feel on. like that movie yeah. so much was like a big deal on like killing the lead actress yeah. and stuff like that. Well, it's such a crazy movie because really the the beginning of it is totally different than what it turns into. Yeah. So yeah, which is kind of the same with The Exorcist. Like it starts mm-hmm. with the like Egyptian dig, and you're like, yeah. what the hell am I watching? Yeah, like I want to see a little yeah. girl do fucked up things. Yeah, and then it's like not until like the second half where you're like, oh my gosh, you what did I get that. into? Yeah, well that's a, yeah, actually the Omen too. The Omen gets in some weird. Yeah, you, know, you kind of think it's gonna get better, and it really never does. <laughs> I, I remember the Omen. I have seen it a lot less than like Exorcist. Yeah, and, like even the shitty Exorcist sequels. But yeah. the Omen I remember paced a bit better like it was a bit more consistent yeah whereas yeah with Exorcist it's like it starts kind of weird and then it gets into like the like cool scary stuff that you're like wanting to see right right and they definitely um, interesting with their they actually get him older in the next because there's two more sequels to The Omen and by then he becomes an adult by the third one so um, they're they're not as good as the first I don't think I saw the sequels for Omen the first one's great because Gregory Peck's in it and and everything so Um, The Exorcist sequels aren't bad, though. Yeah. Well, the second one was kind of, like, weird. But the third one mm-hmm. is, like, kind of, like, cult favorite. Yeah. Now, but, 
I feel like this is also another episode. It totally <laughs> is. Okay, so we got Psycho, so back to David. Uh, okay, so we'll, we'll keep with Samantha. Then. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Okay. You should just go with that. Okay. So, other horror movie is The Others. I haven't seen this. What? Well, I guess. That's, yeah. I'm just throwing it's all these I know, this, I like classic. this. Uh, 2001. Okay. Nicole Kidman. So I can't. We can't talk about the, these ends. No, you can. I'll still no, see them because yeah, the others twist is pretty. Is it crazy? It's kind of like yeah. Well, of course, it's during World War II, so yeah. that's you love that. So. Um, but yeah, it's a really good one because it's this mom who's living in this creepy old house, kind of like gothic horror style, mm-hmm. with her kids, and weird stuff starts to happen. Mm, a haunting occurs. Yeah. Okay, so I'll have to check out the others. Figure out what's actually been happening. Mm-hmm. And it's oh going to be a Netflix gosh. weekend. Yeah. Yes. Um, That's a yeah, good one. That was a really good one. Mm-hmm. I forgot about it. Um, I was going to say the few M. Night Shyamalan twists. Yeah. yeah. That were like, that works mm-hmm. to actually, like, to better the movie and mm-hmm. not just like, predicated on like, the happening of like, oh, it was the plants the whole time. It's right. like, that's just sort of like, stupid, but... The Sixth Sense one, of course, like took everybody by surprise. Yep. Um, Unbreakable was really cool. Yeah. With, he was actually like, it turns into like, you were the superhero the whole time, and yeah. I was the villain. Uh-huh. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Uh, there was almost two twists in that. Yeah. yeah. And then Science was a stupid one. I was like, oh, they're allergic to water. <laughs> yes. um, and then with the village? And then the village. Yeah. The village twist was cool. Yeah. It's just, I think I've probably said this before, but it was just marketed wrong. Yeah. It was marketed like a scary movie and not like, a weird mystery thriller. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like at the time, especially like myself included, like going into that movie, expecting it to be like this, you know, monster in the woods thing. Yeah. And then it's just like, it's just this blind girl running into society. Right. Right. Um, yeah. It didn't pay off as well. I think I stopped watching his films after the village. Yeah. Like, I just kind of, yeah. Cause after that, I think after the village was the lady in the water, which yeah. was like his first not twist movie. Yeah. And then the happening was just so stupid. <laughs> um, oh, but then uh, so his his later films, which I feel like no one talks about mm-hmm. because everyone kind of like fell off of the hype. Yeah, but, um, the visit mm. has a really cool twist oh, with the grandparents. Oh, of, okay, like, the kids going to visit the grandparents mm-hmm. and they've never seen them before uh, because of like parent drama stuff. And the end, yeah, the twist like it actually pays off really well if you're just like that's really messed up yeah um and then split which just came out like last year oh yeah yeah yeah. um the twist completely changes the entire like your entire perception of the movie Mm -hmm. because it was funny the twist isn't revealed until it's like the end of the movie happens and then the title card comes up Mm. split Mm -hmm. and then the title card goes away and then the little stinger is added after that and so i was watching it with friends in the movie, um, you know, cuts to the title card. My friend looks over at me. He's like, "That was the stupidest fucking movie." <laughs> and then the title card goes away, and then the um, the final stinger scene happens, and he's like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, dude, surprise! It was actually this the whole time." Yeah. Um, and he was like, "You knew the whole time." I was like, "Yeah, that's why I liked it." Yeah. Um, because like without the twist, it's it's kind of weird. Like the twist totally changes your perception of everything. Mm-hmm. So without it. Just watching the movie and not seeing that part, you're kind of like, okay, for like a later product of M. Night, mm-hmm. it was 
it was a fine movie. It yeah. was, you know, executed well. It was shot pretty cool. Dialogue, of course, is stupid and stilted, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, it, it had a really cool style to right. it. And, you know, for for new Shyamalan, it was fine. <laughs> um, and then the twist happens. You're like, oh! Not and bad. Then, yeah. So, um, yeah. So definitely, okay. So yeah. if you're going to go later era, check out Split. Yeah. Okay. Back to Samantha. Uh... I don't think I really have any. No, no more? Okay. Um, well, I did have one really depressing ending okay. that kind of stuck with mm-hmm. me. Um, I don't have either. Have you seen Atonement? No. No. no okay. But, yeah. but it has one of the most tragic endings mm-hmm. of any film I've ever seen. It's based on a book, so it doesn't really count. Um, but I saw the movie before I read the book. Right. Um, and yeah, you think it's kind of like... You know, it's kind of this wartime love story mm-hmm. and everything, but it's actually really dark. Um, what one of the the character siblings kind of tears their relationship apart, mm. and then so it's stuck in the wartime, and you hope that they're gonna reunite, right? And it just ends really awfully. And it's almost like stuck at the end. What's on one movie? It's it's uh, they're on a train, like they're trying to catch each other. And it's an old movie, like, and it just kind of just ends like that. I mean, I forgot what it was called, but... And they never see each other again. Like, they're trying to meet each other at a train station. Brief Encounter? Is it called Brief Encounter? I don't know. It's something like that. Are there any older movies? Because you like a fan I was trying to think of older ones, but... Yeah. Well, you mentioned Hitchcock, so... Hitchcock stuff, and... Yeah, well, endings that stick with me are usually things mm-hmm. that are, like, shocking or sad. Right. So. There are some old like, Hitchcock ones. Like then. the end of Blair Witch. Yeah. Like that movie yeah. wasn't actually scary, but the ending was, like, pretty nuts. And then just, like, him staring against the wall was like, okay, like, that was never really done before. Right. Like, it's a weird, like, unsettling kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like that was more what's like, stuck with you mm-hmm. after watching it was just how weird it all was. And, yeah. Like, because, you know, found footage was still relatively, yeah. like, mm-hmm. not abused by that point. Right. And okay, so let's get, we'll try subjects. Are there any comedies where you really like the ending, or are there any ambiguous endings that you like? So, t- two separate ones. I liked the ambiguous Inception ending. Yeah. Okay. Of the top spinning, mm-hmm. and it's like, uh, it's wobbling. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not, you're an idiot. You'll no. never know. Um, yeah. Uh, but um, comedies and Ambiguous. I don't watch enough comedies, it, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, comedies kind of like romantic comedies. Forget it, because they all kind of are tied yeah. up in a bow. But um, and especially because a lot of, unless it's like a dark comedy, most yeah. comedies just like end also sort of formulaic and happy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't. Know, I'm just kind of like thinking of all the like Will Ferrell and like those sorts of, even like the Cable Guy was like even though yeah. that was like dark and weird, it still ended relatively like okay yeah. like. Matthew Broderick didn't die. Right. That's a shame. <laughs> um, oh, the ending of Cloverfield was cool. Mm. That was kind of ambiguous. Well, not really ambiguous, but um, I don't remember if it happened before or after, um, if there was like a title card thing or something, but it was mm-hmm. like the end, and like it flickers back on, and because the whole time like you're watching, you know, like a tape that was found or whatever. Right. And so the tape is sort of broken, mm. I believe was like the setup along the way. And so at the end of the movie it like cuts again and it, and it like goes back to a point before the monster invasion mm-hmm. and it's just like you know the, the happy couple uh like on their like happy day at the theme park or whatever and if you like watch really closely you see like the thing drop in the background ah. like oh, it's yeah. um yeah brian came up with i guess 
the director Paul Verhoeven, who did Running Man. Was it Running? No, um, he did Running Man. Running Man. And, oh wait, no, uh, he didn't. Total um, Recall. Starsky. Starsky. Okay. Did, or was it Hutch? Either Starsky or Hutch directed yeah. Burning uh, Bur- Running, uh, Running Man. Running Man. Yeah. So I guess he did Total Recall. Yeah. Which kind of has mm-hmm. an ambiguous ending. Mm-hmm. He did Basic Instinct, which the very which first one. Has, yeah, you're not sure. Yeah. Yeah. So he was kind of oh, yeah. the twist at the end. I'm not sure if he's going to. Well, no, if she was the killer. Right, because she him. has the ice pick. Yeah. At the very end. But mm-hmm. they obviously caught the, the psychiatrist. Yeah. That's his a good one. Yeah. And funny, because he remembers the twist. On that. No, I know. Yeah. Well, and then they made the sequel, which I never bothered to see. So that was one they shouldn't have made a sequel for. Um, and then my dad's favorite ambiguous ending is Sideways. Because um, Paul Giamatti is knocking on the door to the woman, and it just ends. So you don't know if she answers or not. I forgot about the ending of that. Yeah. Some people really didn't like that because they wanted to know, but other people were like, "Yeah, it's funny because yeah, way. those are two like prime examples of movies where people don't remember the end. Yeah, but you remember something from oh, it. Oh, totally. Like, you remember yeah. Merlot, yeah, or you remember like the Sharon naked, Stone, or the, or the yeah. naked dude running after uh, yeah. his buddy, yeah. running out of the hotel or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. like the Judd Apatow ones either end happy or mm-hmm. just sort of like depressing. Like this is forty, and uh, funny people was just sort of like. Uh, so Animal House had a kind of a crazy, like madcap ending where at the parade where basically everything they destroy the whole town. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and then they do the famous "Where do they end up?" <laughs> type oh, of thing. Oh yeah. You know, like one guy becomes uh, whatever, and then yeah. Oh, I um, love those like like epilogue. Yeah, things. exactly. American oh. Graffiti did it too. Yeah. Oh, Road yeah. Trip did that too, yeah. and it was like where yeah. Well, you do Ferris Bueller. I mean, that's. He kind of gets away with it all, and then kind of the the race to the finish mm-hmm. sort of yeah. ending, mm-hmm. where it's not typical. And I guess Breakfast Club. Yeah, that ends ambiguous. I mean, you don't really you don't know if they're going to hang out after. Yeah, yeah it just kind of ends of like they bonded, but yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I mean, he's going to have what? How many more weeks of detention? Because, oh, yeah, yeah, he keeps, <laughs> keeps asking for it. So yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, 16 Candles, they tie it up in a bow. and um, Yeah. And then all of the Austin Powers, even though there were so many sequels, oh, yeah. <laughs> they never really were, like, or I'm not remembering them ending. Well, wasn't it? The, like, um, as a sequel setup. Oh, what's her name? The the one that was in the first one. Um, she ends up the being, first one was, she's a bot yeah, in the second one. <laughs> the first one was uh, Elizabeth Hurley. Hurley, yeah. And then she turns out to be oh, yeah. a fembot. Right. And then it's Heather Graham. Graham in the second one, yeah. And then the third one's Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, Her best work. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but none of them were, like, set up to be, like, they didn't, like, really lead into each other. Right. They just kind of, like, picked up. And I think we did a great job. I did. On the, on the fly, I think we did good. Good <laughs> job, team. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> If you enjoy this podcast and are an iTunes user, please do the show a favor and head on over to the official iTunes page for damn good movie memories. Be sure to leave a rating and a review. This will allow the show to appear higher in the algorithm and spread the joy of this podcast to the masses. If you are not an iTunes user, you can still listen and subscribe on Podbean at damngoodmoviememories.podbean.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook under our Damn Good Movie Memories page. You can also listen to a limited number of episodes on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode of Damn Good Movie Memories.